Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. Here's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about your life, the way things are right now, and how much of it is on you. How much of that that you're responsible for. 100%. All of it. Whatever you like and you're happy about is yours to claim. You get to take credit for all of your contributions to the wonderful things all around you. And that probably feels pretty good. I know I feel good when I acknowledge the beauty around me and can see how I've created those things in my life. And if you're rushing through life and forgetting to see all of the wonder and delight, then I want you to pause right now And just find something, anything that's within your ability to experience and see your part in it being there. What have you done to invite that thing or that situation into your world? How have you contributed to it? How have you been a creative source for this thing that you like in your life? And this is a fantastic exercise, by the way, to repeat often. Finding things that you're pleased with often has on its own a mood-boosting effect. And then taking it a step further and realizing how you've been a part of the whole thing is empowering and energizing. So I hope you'll do this and I hope you'll do it more. Now, just like everything else in life with an opposite, Owning the good things in your life comes with the counterpart of owning the bad things, all of them. Whatever you don't like, whatever's not working for you, whatever is causing you pain is 100% on you. And that is such good news. The best actually, because when you can approach your life, knowing that you're in the driver's seat 100% of the time, then all you have to do when you don't like the route you're taking is decide what you want to do instead. Fix it. Whatever will make it better for you. I have a lot of conversations with clients who are really convinced that other people are the reason for their discomfort, that other people are making them feel frustrated, that other people are responsible for them not having or experiencing what they want to have or experience. And I've got to tell you, it's just not true. And I am so glad that it's not true. Listen, I don't want anyone else to be responsible for my happiness or unhappiness. Can you imagine the unpredictability of that if that were the case? If that was how life was? If other people were really that powerful? We'd literally spend most of our lives waiting for someone else, whoever has the power, to make us feel or have or experience whatever we want to feel or have or experience. That kind of setup sounds awful to me. I would much rather be the person in charge of my own emotional life, the good and the bad, so that I can fully experience the good knowing that I provided that experience for myself. And I can be fully empowered to fix things when I don't like how they are or how they feel. 
But when we experience something we don't like or notice something that isn't how we want it, and we spend time talking and thinking about how other people are to blame, however long we stay in that space, we're restricting our own creative power. We're holding ourselves back from coming up with solutions and getting closer to what we want because we're directing our focus to something that doesn't serve us and that we can't alter. And I'm not saying that it's fun or that it doesn't come with a little sting from time to time, but I'm saying that if you want to be in the power seat, if you want to uncover your own growth opportunities, you've got to stop giving other people credit for your experiences. When you do that, you're hiding. You're more focused on someone else and comparing what they do and don't do to what you want them to do or not do. And you're judging things and you're hiding. You're completely distracted by other people and other things and you're not focusing on the one thing that you have total control over. Yourself, your actions, your inactions, your perspectives, your efforts, your influence, your thoughts. Now, sometimes I relate client experiences, but today I'm going to share one of my own. The other day I had an interaction with someone that wasn't my favorite. The person is fine. The interaction wasn't my favorite. And when it was over, I thought about it. And I thought about my perspective, my opinion on things, and my position, which was pretty understandable, at least to me, but not to everyone, especially not the other person in the equation here. The other person involved had a different perspective, a different set of opinions and expectations, a different experience with the whole thing. And that was obvious from the encounter we had. So here's what I said. I circled back to the person and I said, I want to take ownership for what I said and how I responded earlier. I recognize that my thoughts about things may be different than your thoughts about things. And that opened up the door for an open and respectful conversation about where each of us was coming from. And you don't have to use my words or phrases, but I want to caution you about a couple of things. First, Have the conversation about differences when you can do it from a place of respect for yourself and the other person. And second, be willing to consider that you might be completely wrong about things. And at the very least, remember that you're completely responsible for your experience of things. And I really do mean that. I'm not saying that you're a bad or awful person, and I'm not saying that your reasoning doesn't make perfect sense. I'm saying that sometimes, many times, there are a lot of different ways to approach situations. And if the way you've originally selected isn't serving you, it isn't bringing you peace, it isn't working for you, then there's likely another way to consider. So own that what you showed up with didn't work and move forward. There is so much power in being willing to be wrong. There is so much growth in trying a different avenue if the first one isn't working. You can spin your wheels all day long if you want to. You can use force and bossiness and negativity and ugliness to try and bend things to your will. Or you can grow. You can choose to recognize that not 
everything has to be the way you thought it would be or should be. You can elect on purpose to abandon the thing that didn't jive and seek out a new opportunity. What is the downside really? You have your original perspective, which was good and well thought out and may come in handy down the road, right? But if it didn't work in this situation, if it wasn't a best case scenario this time, then you can grow. You can own 100% of the ability to alter it and you can come up with a new solution. You can be willing to take responsibility out loud to whoever else you need to and with confidence offer a new solution, an alternative. By doing things this way, by being willing to like your perspective and try another perspective, you double the resources in your pocket for the next time a similar situation arises. My conversation went well, by the way, and I suspect that approaching things this way may be a benefit to you at some point as well. With a little bit of compassion, a little bit of understanding, and a completely open mind about the truth that you are entirely responsible for your own life, you can create the kind of life that you want to live. Until next time. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire. <music>